Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline, get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about Horse Racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Baccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Burn Dairy, CH Insurance, Stanley Law Offices, and our great friends at Rosie's Corner. Each and every Friday, get on over to Rosie's Route 11 in Brewerton if you're in and around Central New York for Fish Friday, plus your favorite pizza and wing combos every day during the week. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, Camillo's Golf Club, and friends of the program, the Swan and Whitaker families, Bob Lindsley, Daryl Abert, and the Alonzo family. Well, the new book is out, Major Bookstores and Online, where books are sold. The author is Peter Gray, and he joins us right now. It's called Golfing the British Isles, the Weekend Warriors Companion, and wow, the pictures in this thing by Gary Lisbon, it is absolutely spectacular, amazing for the coffee table, amazing to flip through while you're watching your major golf on television. Peter Gray, welcome in, and congratulations, my friend. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. So what was the goal when you came out with this book? Which, is, I mean, it's spectacular. The photos are just breathtaking. What was the goal, you know, you and Gary and the rest, when you came out with this Golfing the British Isles, the Weekend Warriors Companion? What were you hoping to achieve? Well, I mean, let me just start by saying that I wrote this book in a very dark period in my life. I, I was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, I couldn't work. And so I spent the time uh, memorializing my memories of like 30 years of playing over there. 
uh, just because it made me feel good and made me happy. That I, my greatest passion is playing golf in the British Isles more than just not my wife, but you know. Um, and then, you know, my my goal, my thought here is to speak to the average golfer, because I know so many who just don't understand my my love affair with playing over there uh you know how different the golf is how and it's how good it is for the average golfer most people are afraid to go there they figure you know they're not good enough they don't they've never had a caddy you know they don't understand lynx golf but lynx golf is uniquely designed in some ways for the average golfer i mean there are basically no water hazards the fairways are pretty wide generally because of the wind uh, you can you have all kinds of options to approach greens. I mean, I don't know if you're a golfer, uh, Mike, but you know, oh, these yeah. Are, yeah. So these are things that really, really appeal to people like me. And sometimes you get the 50 to 75 yard bounce and you're like, Hey, I just hit that drive, but you really didn't, but you got the break. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it is just, you know, and, yeah. and you know, the greatest thing. So, I mean, I, you know, my, my muse here was one of my golfing partners at my former country club and i had for years tried to convince him to go with me i've gone many 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 times and you know he just essentially said to me why would i go there i could you know i, I golf here in maryland is great and i said this is a nice little residential course scott but it's a different sport over there it's not it's just not the same you have no idea and so he and his son and me and my son, we went together and it changed his, you know, outlook. And it was a, you know, it's that kind of a wonderful experience. So I'm trying to speak to those people and I have a, a voice. I'm not, you know, a U.S. amateur champion or, you know, an architect, but I'm just sort of bringing my love of the game, my ability to play it on some of the most famous courses in the world. And, you know, that it's really in reach. So that, that's that's what brought this and, and Gary, um, Gary is absolutely unbelievably talented as you can see from his pictures. He's incredible, and I knew that if I was going to publish this, but when I finished it and I you know I I survived cancer, uh, I said you know why don't I publish this? Why don't I try? And I, you know I I knew I'd need uh, someone with images, and I you know, love Gary's work. And so I wrote to him uh, over Instagram, believe it or not, when we became, you know, he said, look, send me your manuscript. And he loved it. And he was committed to the project. And that, that's the, that's how it started. Okay. Do you have a favorite golf course over at the British Isles? <laughs> you know, that's a really tough one. I, I, my number one course over there is Royal Port Rush, which is in Northern Ireland. I just, it just checks all the boxes. I mean, the beauty is incomparable. I mean, maybe Turnberry is this, as beautiful. Um, it, it, the holes are all memorable. It's very playable. It's just, it's just an incredible golf course. Um, I also absolutely love Royal Dornock. I can't find fault with that course. Almost all the holes are on the water or near the water. You just, you know, it is an amazingly timeless old Tom Morris classic. It's just hard to beat that one. I love St. Andrews. It's not the prettiest. It's not the uh, most memorable 
it's not, you know, the most challenging, but it is the most unusual golf course you will ever play in your life. And, um, and the town of St. Andrews is absolutely the greatest golf town in the world. There's just nothing even close. And, you know, so, you, you know, I go to St. Andrews, I've been there five, six, seven times, and I'd go again tomorrow, you know? <laughs> so there are certain places in sports, you know, in no particular order, you know, the old Yankee stadium, Wrigley, Fenway, um, Lambeau field on and on we go, right. The old hockey rinks used to be like that. The Montreal forum and Maple Leaf gardens and Chicago stadium and blah, blah, blah. And in golf, there's a million of courses where you probably feel a little bit different too. When you walk in, you know, and you look around, there's a different feeling as a sports fan or somebody who covers the game or the sport itself, where you're like, whoa, th- th- my body feels different here. I, every time I go to Oak Hill, which I just did, you know, for the PGA and covered one day out there, you just feel different. Do you yeah. know what I'm relating to here? Do, do you feel that when you're at, at these courses? It's, it's a little different. You're feeling as a golfer, there's just something different going through your body, right? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I will tell you that, that that's the wonderful thing about playing golf in England and Scotland in particular. I mean, you are able, you know, unlike in the United States, right, you can't play most of the U.S. Open and PGA Championship major courses. You, you can't get on them. They're private for the most part, although there, you know, there's been sort of this, you know, trend towards bringing the majors to the muties, which is cool, right? It's cool. Uh, you can go pay, play Beth Page Black. But, uh, you know, that aside... One of the great things about playing in Scotland and England is you can walk in the footsteps of champions and you can, you'll, you'll feel it. I mean, when you walk on St. Andrews, it'll bring tears to your eyes. I mean, I, you know, it certainly did for me the first time I played and, you know, it's just, uh, I, I got kind of the same feeling, um, at, um, Prestwick. Prestwick to me is one of these places that people don't talk about. They think it's old and all that, but you know, I mean, it's an incredible place. It's an incredible place. They held the open championship there 24 times. Um, it's the birth of the open championship. It's incredibly fun. Every hole, every hole is memorable there. And you know, the last time I played there, I played with these, this, these Texas guys and they brought a 1886 vintage brassy, and uh, they invited me to hit it on the 18th hole. And I hit my tailor-made 230 yards, and I hit the brassy 230 yards, and it was like one of these memorable experiences, you know, um, you know, just looking at that old course, that old clubhouse, and members sitting inside dining. You go inside, you could see the original belt that was awarded for the open championship i mean it's just you know those are special places if you play turnberry you feel that you know that epic watson nicholas match in the 70s you you feel it there are plaques there you know the caddies will tell you about it um so yeah you know it they these courses send shiver up and down your spines i love the old courses more than the new ones i do like the new ones but those old courses with the history you know, it's just a hard thing to do. Uh, it's a hard thing to duplicate. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That was the open in 77, I believe, that great duel with the, Watson and Nicholas. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable uh, showdown. It's out for major golf fans. Uh, you got to pick it up. It's unbelievable. The pictures 
the way it's put together, it's just tremendous. It's called Golfing the British Isles, The Weekend Warriors uh, Companion. Of course, Peter Gray, the author with us in the photography by Gary Lisbon, online where books are sold and major bookstores. A couple of uh, questions left here for you, Peter. When did you first fall in love with golf? <laughs> I've been playing since I was 13 years old. I'm 66 now. Uh, I And, you know, I was just sort of a, you know, middle-class kid, no golf lessons, you know, garage set of clubs, you know, mismatched Croydon Rams and, you know, this and that. And I was not very good, but it was just, the, you know, that, that wonderful camaraderie that you get. I would go with my best friends golfing every weekend. I loved it forever, even though the game never really loved me back. You know? <laughs> uh, but it's just, you know, I've always loved it. I've, and in my, you know, 20s and 30s, I began traveling wow. and going over to the British Isles. And that to me was, uh, you know, sort of life changing. I just, uh, you know, I've traveled to a lot of places, but. For me, the British Isles, it's just, you know, that's where all of the links golf, the really great links golf is. And, you know, and I will, uh, you know, give a nod to uh, Gary's, uh, you know, Melbourne Sandbelt, which is also amazing. But, you know, the, the British Isles is in reach for, you know, if you're an East Coast guy, you can get there overnight. Yeah. And the next morning you wake up and you're playing in St. Andrews. Can you imagine? I yeah. mean, it's harder to go to, you know, Band of Dunes. Right. Uh, so it's just so I've been in love with the game forever. Uh, I mean, I'm a skier. That's the one thing that I do well. I'm not a great golfer, uh, but you know, and my I taught this to my son. My son uh, played for Rutgers. He's a plus three, hmm. and so you know, the father son aspect of golf was the next evolution of my love of the game. There's nothing better in the world than playing with your son or daughter. Nothing. It's just you know, four hours of time together. That's hard to replace, hard to achieve in any other way. You got that right. Um, at the end of this book, what do you hope people say about it? I hope I convince them to go. Um, I hope I convince them that, you know, no, don't go to, get, go to Pebble Beach if you want. Go to Bandon if you want. But it's not the same, you know. Go to the British Isles. Go to Ireland. You, you know, the the... The dunes there, there's nothing like them anywhere. They are so big uh, and so breathtaking. You just, you know, it'll just, it just, it just, it's just mind blowing. Um, England, people don't talk about England. They talk about Scotland. They talk about Ireland. But guess what? English golf is some of the best golf I've ever played. I mean, whether it's around London, uh, whether it's in the Southeast where they have, uh, you know, Royal St. George or Southport, where Birkdale and uh, Royal uh, 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 Lisbon St. Anne, uh, Liverpool. Wait till you see that course this summer. It's not the prettiest course, but it is the be one of the best walks in golf. And that, that clubhouse is incredible. You know, you can see Tiger Woods clubs there when he won the uh, Open Championship there. I mean, it's just a, you know, I want people to go to the British Isles and play golf. That's, that's what I would leave them with. You can do it. All right. Well, this is incredible. Everybody's got to go get it online where books are sold. Golfing the British Isles, the Weekend Warriors Companion, Peter Gray, the author, Gary Lisbon with the photography. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. And uh, you can go get it right now at your nearby bookstores or online where books are sold. Peter, thank you so much. Congratulations. And hey, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing uh, well health-wise here. And 
Hopefully we'll uh, we'll hit one down the middle together in the coming years. I'd love that. Nothing better. We all want to protect our families, our homes, our businesses, and our health. CH Insurance provides the best personal and business coverage at the best value. You can trust the pros at CH. Here's who's in your corner. We have a really good team. We're always trying to help you in the best way as we can. The team makes the dream, right? And I would say that our our colleagues are second to none. We treat our clients like they're family. When it comes to protecting what's important to you, the pros at CH Insurance are in your corner. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.